Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, January 20th, 2020. There are lots of 20s there. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, we are in the middle of not only the NFC Championship game oh, uh, in the man, NFL. The 49ers exciting. are up 27-7 to over the Packers okay. midway through the third quarter. But we are also smack dab in the middle of the SAG Awards, yeah. uh, the Screen Actors <laughs> Guild. We have already had a number of theater professionals win awards. Oh, good. I haven't uh, including... I haven't seen the list yet, so fill yeah. me in. Tony Shalhoub won. Okay, uh, very nice. Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge won. Perfect, um, always. And I don't know that she's done any theater at all, but theater people sure love Laura Dern. She's won as well. Oh, God, um, yeah. So uh, we'll run through all of the winners uh, tomorrow to get all of that stuff, but... Uh, Keep that in mind. Uh, this is awards season, and there's basically a different awards show every Sunday night, basically from now through Ugh, February God, 9th. So true, uh, so when true. Is, yeah, February 9th, the Oscars, so that'll wrap that up. But I uh, also wanted to say congratulations to Groff Sauce, who wrapped up his run in Little Shop of Horrors off Broadway oh, on nice. Sunday. Yeah. I happened Amazing. to watch the Sutton Foster live from Lincoln Center that I still had on my DVR uh, over the weekend, and they had a nice number. Uh, together, Groff and in Sutton. So maybe think of that. It, it also what they sing. Um, they sing a couple of things. Um, something called I don't know. It, they weren't things that I knew super well. Uh, but they did a nice tap number too in the middle of it. Oh, cute. Right. Um, uh, Flattery was one of the songs. All right. Um, but yeah, it was very very fun. Um, but here's the thing. So Groff is leaving, but they are being right. very coy over the West Side Theater as to I when. Know. Uh, Tammy Blanchard and Christian Borrell are leaving. Mm. I don't know. I mean, they, they did not, literally, they did not talk about anyone else leaving this weekend. It was just Groff. Um, right. We know that Gideon Glick is taking over. I've heard a lot about people coming mm, in to replace Christian yeah, Borrell yep, and yep, Tammy yep. Blanchard. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. But they haven't even really announced technically when those people are happening. However, I will say that a week or so ago, Little Shop of Horrors had a contest that you could enter to win a chance to be in the theater during a filming that they had last oh. Friday. I can confirm that was not to be like a full show filming for Broadway HD or anything like that. Right. So my initial thought was that's got to be the B-roll for the new cast. Maybe just Gideon. Uh, maybe it's just Gideon. But yeah, I would have thought it would be for the whole cast. So who knows if we get some announcement this week. Maybe Christian and... Tammy have another week or two. I don't know, but they do have a cast, from what I've heard, ready to go. Right. But who knows? So keep your I'm, ears to the grindstone on that. Uh, the ears to the grindstone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mixing my metaphor. <laughs> I really want to see Christian again, but I also really want to see the rumored Audrey come in. ASAP. Yeah, I. She is Belton Audrey and um, Belton Audrey in a bloody, bloody Orin Scrivello. So, <laughs> just saying. That's I mean, good. that's what I've heard. There's no mixing metaphors there. Well, I mean, he's a dentist and a bad one, so yeah, everything's yeah. going to be bloody, bloody. Yeah, of course, you know, yeah. I, I, you could also say that Orin Scrivello is an American psycho. You could do. You very well could do. Yes, if you appreciate these terrible, very thinly <laughs> coated pun hints. Please head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon, and tell us that you like it when Matt says things. Yeah, when when Matt's uh, subliminal messages are not subliminal at all and uh, very, very obvious.
All right, Ashley, let's move into the news. And let's start on Friday as What's On Stage, which, if you're not familiar, is the British sister site of Theater Mania. Uh, they reported that a recent casting call was made public for the long-teased film adaptation of the musical adaptation of Roald Dahl's novel, Matilda. Matthew Warchus, who helmed the stage production both in London and in the U.S., will direct the film, and of course it features a score by Tim Minchin. The casting notice notes that the film is planning to shoot from August through December of this year. Working Title is producing the film, which... Keep in mind that they were also involved with both Cats and Les Miserables, so... <laughs> but, actually, they make great films. Mary Queen they of did, Scots, absolutely. Baby Driver, Theory of Everything, The World's End, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, and many, many more for decades. Um, so I, I, I think this will be great. You but... have a couple losses every now and then. Yeah, but it and is a little nerve-wracking nerve that they're musicals. Again, it's not important. <laughs> yeah, the music, the fact that they're musicals haven't been great. <laughs> anyway, although I think there's a lot that's very good in Les Mis. I think... I think that there's an argument sure. that that's actually a really good film with not great singing, oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we can get back to that. Um, anyway, actually, I feel like Matilda is a very oddly divisive show amongst mm. a lot of theater people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, I saw, I only saw the tour. I didn't see it on Broadway, uh, but I saw it a few years ago and I adored it. I thought it was one of the most inventively staged shows I've ever seen. And Agreed. I've long been a yep. fan of Tim Mention long before his musical theater stuff. Same, yeah. Um, uh, but I think, I think keeping Warchus on to direct, um, I, that gives me some faith that this will be done well and will have a lot of what made the stage version so special. And I do feel like, this is probably more of a Netflix streaming type film than a big screen type That's film. That's exactly I, what I was thinking when they announced it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. a little strange to me if they're going to do it as a theatrical release, but I mean, it would be following, as you said, Cats and Les Mis. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, depending on, have they announced a probable date, release date yet? For Matilda, no, they yeah. don't even start filming till August, okay. um, and they f and end in so, December. So yeah. I would imagine that it end would be December holidays maybe. of twenty twenty one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I mean, by that time, like in the Heights will have come out, Tick Tick Boom will have come out. So I mean, the prom, the prom will have come out. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, they'll not be following. Hopefully, not be following some terrible musical mm -hmm. <laughs> adaptations. But yeah, yeah that, that was certainly my thought that it might be a streaming thing more than anything else. You know, and people my age and probably your age uh, as well, Ashley, there's a lot mm -hmm. of fondness for the uh, for the non musical version of Matilda oh, that was I made into a film the in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a great cast, and that's kind of become a not even a cult film because I think it's just a it's a, a film that everybody loves. So I do think that there's yeah. some nostalgia factor um for for that one that might actually help it if they did a th mm -hmm. wide theatrical release yeah. but i definitely think that going off of what i'm assuming will be the success of the prom and tick tick boom in with netflix i could see them Hopefully, you know kind yeah. of forming a forming a you know streaming musical theater empire um and and kind of doing great. yeah yeah I, I i think that would be awesome so. i mean you've kind of just we both have discussed our problems that Broadway HD has, so that yeah. might be something that they could be pushing forward more. Yeah. All right, Ashley, we have very good news here because our friends over at ExpressVPN are back sponsoring Yay. this week's episodes of Today on Broadway. And if 
you don't remember from two weeks ago when they were originally a, a sponsor of the show, um, or if you are new to the show for some reason, well, welcome. Welcome, but if yay! You, if you don't know what a VPN is, it is a service that hides your IP address, which says where you are in the world surfing the internet from, and it lets you control where you want sites online to think that you are actually coming from. So this is especially helpful when you are trying to watch programs, movies, TV shows, streaming things in areas and regions of the world where you are not supposed to be seeing them Happens yet. Happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Yes. So if there is a show uh, on the British version of Netflix that you really want to watch and it's not on the U.S. version of Netflix, this can fix that. Or if you are one of our many international listeners and you are coming to New York to see Broadway shows, you can still watch everything that you can at home with no problem, thanks to ExpressVPN. It protects your privacy and security online, but in addition, the real reason to use ExpressVPN above any other VPN services is because it is ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can still stream in HD. ExpressVPN is a much better option than anything else that you can find online, especially if you try to go the shady free route on Reddit, which I have done more than once. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you can watch things on your computer, your phone, your tablet, your smart TV, your video game system, wherever you stream video from. Now, if you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. So support our show, yeah. watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Broadway. Awesome. Okay, Ashley, now it is this time of the week when we get into yes. what's going to happen in this week's the theatrical schedule. This is starting to get a little busy. We are starting tonight with the first preview of the off-Broadway show Stew, which is not about the author of Passing Strange. Uh, this is a new world premiere show <laughs> at page 73 by playwright Zora Howard and directed by Colette Robert. It is running through February 22nd as of now. Another, Actually, as I read the I was just about to say, another cooking related show yeah i was me. like i read i read the synopsis of this and i was like oh well ashley has to see this. <laughs> i um, hadn't so, heard of it as you were talking about it i went to page 73's website to see what it was about and just like yeah. gasped into my <laughs> elbow i was so excited well thank you for muting but here, here's the description <laughs> in the show mama is up early to prepare an important meal and even with her family on hand to help time is running short Tensions simmer with three generations of Tucker women under one roof, but things come to a boil, I see what you did there, as the violence hovering <laughs> around the periphery of their lives begins to intrude upon the sanctity of Mama's kitchen. Very much, very much in Ashley Steves' wheelhouse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it even says, it, including complex kitchen choreography, so I gotta know what that is. I'll be there. It's, yeah. ar it's already in my bookmarks now. I'll be very there. Very good. Very good. That's a, And that was one of the best things about um, um, oh, what was the seared? I kept wanting to Please. say sheared. I was like, How it's not you. sheared. Seared. <laughs> um, the the intense choreography in the kitchen was very yes. very important to that show. So good. Uh, but let's move on to Tuesday. We have our next Broadway opening is the Roundabout Theater Company's Broadway premiere of Pulitzer Prize winning play. A Soldier's Play officially opens at the American Airlines Theater. This show has a wonderful cast, including David Allen Greer, Namdi Asamoah, Jerry O'Connell, Blair Underwood, and apparently Blair Underwood's biceps as well. Because uh, apparently <laughs> so they heard, are getting yeah. 
they are getting a mid-show applause uh, when Blair Underwood takes his shirt off. I was going to say, I thought, I thought I saw something that he had to calm the audience down at a performance yeah. recently. Yeah, good for good for him. Hey, shut um, up. <laughs> this you got is it, flaunt long... it, flaunt it. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good uh, a producer callback <gasps> You there. got it. <laughs> <I get it. laughs> uh, this I'm show so is proud. by Charles Fuller. Um, and is directed by Kenny Leon and is scheduled to play through March 15th. We'll very much be looking forward to hearing those reviews. Also, on Tuesday, we have another opening, but this one is off-Broadway, and it comes to us from the Atlantic Theatre Company, and this is the new play Paris, which is actually the playwriting debut of Ebony Booth, who was a cast member in Dance Nation, oh, which was one nice. of the Best. hugely successful yeah, shows off-Broadway from a few seasons ago with Playwrights Horizons. This show is currently scheduled to run through February 16th, and the plot description is another one that's really, really interesting. Uh, it, it reads, quote, Emmy is one of the only black people living in Paris, Vermont, and she desperately needs a job. When she is hired at Barry's, a store off the interstate selling everything from baby carrots to lawnmowers, she begins to understand a new kind of isolation, a play about invisibility, being underpaid, and how it feels to work on your feet for 10 hours a day. This nice, one, yeah. uh, it I love Dance it. Nation, and obviously so it just has, the playwright was a cast member, so it's not, you know, you can't necessarily uh, expect the same things from that. Yeah, sure. Uh, but knowing that it has that DNA makes me very, very interested mm -hmm. yeah. to see how Paris is. Let's move on to another off-Broadway opening. This one's happening on Wednesday, January 22nd, and it comes to us from the Barrow Group. This is the world premiere play by Scott Organ that is directed by Seth Barish called 17 Minutes. It is currently scheduled to run through February 15th. In the after aftermath of a school shooting, Sheriff's Deputy Andy Rubens must come to terms with the choices he made during the tragedy. In Scott Organ's spellbinding new play, One Man's Search for Redemption prompts a community to ask, what will we be known for? This one feels very much ripped from the headlines. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, also on Wednesday night, over at the Irish Repertory Theater, we have the first preview performances of the play The Scourge, which is by Michelle Dooley Mahone and directed by Ben Barnes. This one is currently scheduled to run a very short time, just through February 2nd. Then on Thursday, we have yet another Broadway opening, and this one is Grand Horizons from Second Stage. This is the new play by Bess Wall, directed by Lee Silverman. Has an incredible cast, led by um, Jane Alexander and James Cromwell, along with Priscilla Lopez, Ben McKenzie, Malik Panchali, Ashley Park, Michael Yuri. Um, had a run previously at Barrington over last summer and uh, is coming to Broadway here with a slightly different cast. It is set in a nursing home where Bill and Nancy played by Alexander and Cromwell, who have spent 50 years together as husband and wife. And then all of a sudden, uh, Nancy decides that she does no longer wants to be married. And this is how their family reacts to that. So feel very good. interesting. Yeah. Feel good show. Best wall is one of the best, Love best uh, writers wall. out yeah. there. Lee Silverman is one of the best directors. This is currently scheduled to play the Helen Hayes theater through March 1st. Then also on Thursday night, we have the, I get, I don't know if this is technically off Broadway or not, but this is the New York opening for the hit London horror play, The Woman in Black. This is going to be taking place at the McKeetrick Hotel, which is the home of, for, amongst other things, Sleep No More. This will be happening in what is called the club car. What's that? The show with the masks. Yeah, the show with the mask. It's Macbeth <laughs> or Hamlet or something. I can never remember which one. I've never seen it. Um, but this is a, uh, a very interesting... Uh, different 
take on this show because it's run in London for a long time in a regular proscenium theater. Yeah. And this is actually in a very small, immersive uh, production. It is currently scheduled to run through March 8th. This is one that I might have to throw on the calendar, uh, Ashley, because I'm very interested in immersive stuff. And this one has such a long sure. run in London that uh, it's probably worth checking out. Yeah. And then on Sunday, January 26th, we have three shows closing off Broadway for Sing Street at New York Theater Workshop coming to Broadway. So if you can't see yeah. it this week, not, you'll be fine. Not, yeah, exactly. Then, <laughs> then we've got Lucas Hanais' play The Thin Place closing at Playwrights Horizons. Amazing. And we also have, is it amazing you saw it? It is so good, yeah. Awesome. Can't stop thinking um, about it. And we also have How to Load a Musket at 59 E 59th which stars Adam Chandler Barat, amongst others. We will have links to all of these shows mentioned in this week's theatrical schedule in the show notes, so if you want to check them out, please click on over there. Some good shows. And we yeah. lost so many shows on Sunday that it's, uh, you know, a plus that we're at least getting two openings this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. All right, Ashley, this next story is a bit complicated and messy, and I don't okay. really know all of the I, we, do, we don't know all the details, I'm but have to trust you because I missed all of this. So this okay. exciting. <laughs> oh, I stumbled across it on Twitter before it was publicly announced. But oh, anyway, over the weekend, the public theater canceled a show called The Truth Has Changed that was supposed to be a part of their Under the Radar Festival. The show is written and performed by Josh Fox and is directed by Fox along with Ron Russell. It traces the arc of misinformation and propaganda in America from 9-11 to President Trump. Fox is a reporter and focuses on major events in the show, focuses on major events from 9-11 and the Iraq war to the advent of fracking and the BP Deepwater Horizon oil spill to the to the relentless smear campaigns against climate scientists to the 2016 presidential campaign to Standing Rock. Jesus, and much, how much long more. was the show supposed to be? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but. Now, the public theater in a statement said that the show, quote, was canceled following multiple reports of Josh Fox's violations of our code of conduct. The public theater maintains a code of conduct to ensure a healthy and respectful environment for everyone who works in, creates in, or enters our theaters. Following discussions with Mr. Fox and his team, the public theater determined we could no longer work together. After the statement was made public, Fox replied on Twitter saying, quote, this is a clear mischaracterization bordering on character assassination and smear. Shame on you at public theater and why. The truth, is, the truth is that I lodged several complaints of code of conduct against the public theater that working conditions there were truly disastrous. In a long series of tweets, Fox accuses the public of kowtowing to oil and gas companies that fund them and engaging in the same oh, disinformation geez. campaigns that he accuses the fossil fuel industry of employing in his very show. He also accuses the theater of overworking its crew to the point of it being dangerous and that the public is actively working against its employees from unionizing. The show ended up happening at Wow House 37 Grand Avenue in Brooklyn over the weekend. Now, actually, I obviously have zero idea what actually I, happened yeah, in this situation. I, I and don't know I what generally think of any of that. Yeah, I generally will always side with the artist over any sure, yeah. company or theater. But the public theater has so much built up positive equity and positive True. goodwill yeah. within the community. It is a bit difficult for me to believe that some of the things that Fox is accusing them of are true. Um, even if I normally would be inclined to believe them from most companies or even theaters, perhaps the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it just feels like, man, this is really ugly and uh, it's disappointing, 
mm-hmm. because the public theater is such a revered institution in our community. You hate to see anything like mm-hmm. this happen. Yeah. Uh, and you also hate to see an artist who is speaking truth to power, which is something that the theater community and the public theater has embraced for decades, um, have something bad like this happen. So I feel yeah. bad for everybody involved. I have no idea what actually happened. Like Not I said, I, I, yeah. I tend to believe that it's probably somewhere in the middle of what we've heard from both sides, but Either way, it's a uh, uh, seems like a bad situation that colors one of the most important and incredible theater festivals in New York City. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope uh, there's some kind of uh, reporting that comes out of that because I would obviously would love to know what's actually going on there. That's yeah, that's that's dirty. If so, yeah, yeah Fox tweeted about it a lot. So I would imagine that someone like Michael Paulson or somebody found those tweets at some point. So if it turns into a full story, I guess we will find out at a later date. But actually, let's close out this Monday episode with two quick stories. First, Isaac Powell rejoined the company of West Side Story over the weekend in the role of Tony. I believe he's only playing evening performances currently and will work back up to his Mm, full schedule as he heals from a knee knee injury that occurred on December 20th. The injury led producer Scott Rudin to push the show's opening back from February 6th to the 20th. Jordan Dobson took over the role in Powell's absence, and I'm, I'm glad that Powell is back. Um, All of my apprehension about this show aside, Mm. I've heard that his performance is very much Tony worthy. And I'm very glad that he's going to be able to take the opening night bow as Tony. I hope I can see it someday when other actors leave the show. Whether or not he's still in it or not. No. <laughs> um, and finally, on the very last day of the Television Critics Association's winter press tour, Apple TV.com decided to jump on the bandwagon that Ashley and I have been talking about lately <sighs> as they promoted their new animated musical series, Central Park. It was created by Lauren Bouchard, who created Bob's Burgers, and Tony nominee nice. Josh Gad, who is also one of the stars of the show. Other familiar voices in the series will include Gad's college friend and classmate Leslie Odom Jr., as well as Odom's uh, Hamilton co-star David Diggs, as well as Kristen Bell, Titus Burgess, Catherine Hahn, Stanley Tucci, and more. Ooh, the show cast. is expected. Yeah, the show is expected to premiere this summer. Ashley, another musical <laughs> TV know. series. There is definitely a trend going. I'm not complaining. I I hope all of them are good. It's just yeah. I've heard this one is good. Some TV critics good. that I follow said the songs in this are great. Ooh, good. Um, the only the only complaint that I have is that what the hell is Apple TV Plus? Like all of these things. <laughs> yeah. like there's, there's a so lot much. of a la carte options right now. It's different than Apple TV. Mm-hmm. It, so if you have Apple TV, Apple TV Plus is not included. Yeah. It is it's like plus. Dis- it's it like Disney on. Plus and everything else that's going on right now. It's just there's so much. All the cord cutters out there who thought they were getting, you know, out of, uh, you know, saving some money <laughs> by <laughs> not having a cable package. Now they're paying more, me included. I still have cable and I still am paying for like 97 mm. streaming services. Yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. Thankfully, most of them are tax write-offs. But I mean, yes, adding, that them, is adding them all up is more than what I used to pay for cable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's also Great. another, uh, I think it's, is it an Apple or is it a Facebook one? Um, Facebook that Sarah Bareilles is writing. Watch, I think. Facebook or Watch. That I don't be know. something separate. Well, Facebook Watch is a thing for yeah, now, yeah. Um, but I right. can't remember if Sarah Bareilles' show is there or on Apple, but it's going to be, Hers be called Little Voice. on Apple, I think. There's a lot of, I've written a lot of casting for Apple. Peak, peak TV. Huh? Peak TV. 
peak TV. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot coming out of Apple right now, and I I can't keep track of everything, including all of these different musical shows now, which again, I hope hope they're good. Yeah, I'm very glad I am no longer uh, working as a TV critic (sighs) because I could not keep up, but... Who's, anyway, who's writing the music for? Is it Bouchard that's doing the music and lyrics? Or I don't is know. Somebody else. That's that I am not know. sure of. Uh, let me see. That's all I want to know. I would think so because there's, I think there's musical numbers in Bob's Burgers. I haven't watched all of it. I don't know. I don't watch cartoons very often. Oh so. my god, elitist, Matt. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV. I just don't watch. You know, I never got into South Park. Never got into The Simpsons. No. Well, there but, you go. Anyway, although South Park, I do think, is one of the five greatest films of my lifetime. But that's anyway, that's all we've got for today. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Sondheim agrees, too. Follow us on Correct. Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and support us there and support those folks who support us. Head over to expressvpn.com slash Broadway. Try out their service. Get three free months. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's a long episode, so we apologize about that, but we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.